Welcome to the podcast at moresportsnow.com. We're covering your teams in New York and New Jersey. I'm Steve Titchener, and on the line, we have John McAlevey. Another rough week for the Giants and Jets, but only one team can lose this week as they play each other at MetLife on Sunday. Uh, they call it the Snoopy Bowl in preseason. John, what do you call this game coming up Sunday? Well, I'll rhyme with Snoopy. How about the Poopy Bowl? Because <laughs> both of these teams are horrible right now. I mean, if the season were to end today, they would be picking in the exact same spots in the draft as they did last year. The Jets would be three, and uh, Big Blue would be number six. Let's face it. The only winners on Sunday in New York are the football fans because instead of having to watch two crappy games during the day, they only get to watch one because both of their teams are in the same game. Uh-huh. Well, let me put a positive spin on this, John, and let's start start with the Giants. Yes, two and seven, um, but what did you expect this season? And I got to tell you, the bright spot here, and it's absolutely a bright spot, is Daniel Jones looks like the future for the Giants. Now he's struggling, you know, nine fumbles, eight interceptions. Hey, man, he's a rookie. But what you're seeing from this guy is, you know, obviously, surprisingly to me anyway, I didn't realize how fast he was. It was really nice mobility from this guy. And not only that, a nice touch and and uh, very good uh, accuracy. So I think Absolutely. That, so it's only going to agree with you there. It's 100%. only going to go up from here. It's only going to go up from here. Look, the offensive line, which was supposed to be better, has not played well. The defense is not good. And look, you, you have a bad team right now, but the quarterback is very promising. And did you expect as a giant fan, did you expect to make the playoffs this year? Not at all. And I didn't expect not only did I not expect the kid to be as good as he is and for me to be as intrigued as I am with what his future is going to look like on draft night, I was throwing my beer at the TV set. I didn't want him. I didn't know. I never watched Duke play and that's on me. I've come full circle and may have coupled on, on, on that one a long time ago. I'm all in on Daniel Jones and it's true. You do see flashes. Listen, in the NFL, if you don't have a quarterback, you really don't have a team. It looks like the Giants have a quarterback. He just needs to, you know, have a better awareness in the pocket. He can't hold the ball as long as he does, okay, because he's getting clobbered. And as you mentioned, he's got to hold on to the football. He's got to find a way to not put it on the ground because that's really been a bugaboo this far. And don't dive head head first into the pile, man. Slide. Come on. You got it. Look, listen, you got a long career ahead of you, man. And so like even on Monday night, you know, he's that one fumble he had, you know, he's diving head first, trying to get that extra yard or two, man, it's just yeah. not worth it. And then he coughs up the ball and, uh, you know, in a game that was actually tight at that time. So, uh, True. you know, so the, but he's a rookie, man. I mean, this is what, this is what happens. The game is much faster. And so, you deal with turnovers in, in that situation. That's going to get better without question. And look, you know, as, in terms of who he's throwing to, I mean, you know, Shepard's got the concussion problems now. I mean, Golden Tate was like he wasn't even around for the first four weeks. So he's just getting his feet under him. Evan Engram's a nice player. But, you yeah. know, he, and, you know, and, and uh, you know, Saquon Barkley, I mean, they got to get him touches, but he can only do so much. So, yeah. um you know, I, I thought I think the offense would be a little better, though, John. I did, too. Well, you know what's, what's weird? Saquon also missed a couple of games, missed three games with a high ankle sprain. Right. 
But while he's been in, he hasn't been the, you know, sensational Saquon that he was last year. He hasn't been able to really get his get untracked in the running game. You know, well, he can't be a hundred percent, right? On the offensive line, the fact that those guys aren't able to open up holes for him. But he hasn't been that scintillating Saquon that he was last year. And once you know, once they get him rolling, and uh, and as you mentioned. Sterling Shepard comes back. You know who's been a real good find is that Darius Slate, the rookie from Auburn, has been really good. He's been one of Daniel Jones's go-to guys. But yeah, I mean Barkley is a guy they really have to get going again, and it would it would behoove them to to have that happen on Sunday. And also, he I don't think he's a hundred percent right. I mean, you, once you come back from an ankle injury, I mean it takes some time. So it's going to it does yeah it does. But you know, if you're on the field, all the excuses go out the window. Right. And, uh, and, and again, the defense, you know, you've been barking about the defense from, from, uh, from week one and, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's not like, yeah, Uh, I think uh, DeAndre Baker has played better, but there's still, come on, he's a rookie and it's, it's typical to key in on the rookie. And uh, I think that he's going to be okay. And I think he's going to keep getting better, but it hasn't been a good start for him. Put it this way. He can't get any worse. I mean, that poor guy better have a short memory because he gets picked on week after week. And for someone who was the supposed best defensive back in all of college football last year, playing in the ACC against serious competition, he really does not look the part. I mean, he's got to, he's got to get back to it. It's, um, it's been a rough start for him and he's not alone back there. They're playing, you know, how about that? Did you see on, that one touchdown uh, that Dallas had, the, the tight end off the slot, um, he, Janoris Jenkins came up to make a tackle and completely olayed. I mean, he just, he made zero and a half effort to go near the guy. It was unbelievable. Did you see that play? I, I didn't, uh, I don't recall that particular play. I watched most oh of the game. Oh my God, he completely whiffed. Uh-huh. And it was like, he didn't even try. It was really one of those jackrabbit moments that we've seen over the years where he sort of mails it in. Yeah. And so listen, uh, the struggles are, are, are there, uh, you know, and I, I, listen, what do you do now? I know as a giant fan, are you hoping that they, of course we're getting into this when you get in, Hey, you're not a playoff team. So you might as well lose. I mean, I do hate that part of the game where you're trying to get a, a draft position. Yeah. But I'd imagine I, I want, that's, I want to see the offense the progression of the offense. I want to see the, I want to see the young guys. Listen, the giants, I think are playing the most rookies in the entire league and they're learning on the fly. Listen, I'm just dumping on Baker before, but he's got to get better. As you mentioned, he's not, he's not going to get worse. So keep them out there. There's a bunch more games left. Let them learn because you know, the old saying in, in college sports is that the best thing about a freshman is that they become a sophomore. Right. So, these guys are going to get better. They've got a pedigree. And um, listen, the playoffs are not going to happen. They're not going to make the playoffs. Do I want to see them win, you know, win out here and, and have a shot? Sure, but that's not going to happen. So and, let, let's see the kids progress. And listen, they need more help in a lot of different places. So the better the draft pick they can have, 
you know, that that would behoove them as well. I think that would yeah. be smart. And let's be fair to them, too. Your, your remark about, you know, freshmen going into sophomore. I mean, it's the same thing in college, too. You can't expect this highly touted four-star player to come in and, and just be a, a superstar right out of the jump. I mean, you can't say that he that Baker won't get to that point. I mean, yes, uh, you want to see it right away because your team needs it. But you got to give them the opportunity to develop, you know, and, and you just same thing with Daniel Jones. You're seeing the, the uh, you're seeing the, the raw skills, but he's got a long way to go. And, and he still yeah. has to develop as well. But what you're seeing, is you're seeing some one very, does, very encouraging though, play from. Him. Yeah. One thing you mentioned early on him is he throws a really nice tight spiral. He's mm-hmm. got some terrific touch. I was listening to Boomer Esiason the other day. And, uh, you know, from one fellow quarterback who won an MVP in the league to, to pick that out, he said, you know, you take a look at that ball and it is almost a perfect spiral coming out of his hand. And it's whether it's a short ball, mid range or long ball, he really has a, a, a it, great touch on the football. And it looks I'm like sure he, he could put it receivers dig. Yeah. And it looks like he could put it in a window. You know, so yeah. it, it, this is a guy who um, who's got some it appears to have some really nice accuracy as well, and that's yeah. come on that that is often underestimated. You see these quarterbacks with all these raw skills, and then he can even give it to Lamar Jackson a little bit in Baltimore. Man, what you know, he's playing you know amazing talent, but the one issue he would have is 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 probably is, is an accuracy issue. And when yeah. you're talking about you know why has Tom Brady been so great for so so long? Drew Brees, you know, even Philip Rivers, all these guys that have been around for a real long time. And the reason is, man, is they can they can put the ball on a dime. So they're calling him Danny yeah. Dimes, you know, and, and for a reason, because he puts it right there. And so that means you can stay in the league for a long time. That's why it's really promising. Daniel Jones is just a, a very promising uh, quarterback. Let's go over to the other quarterback in New York and Sam Darnold, who now seems to be regressing, John. It seems like he's, he, uh, but listen, he lost, come on. He lost a few weeks due, due to mono. I mean, come on. It, it takes some time to get back. And, and then the whole, I'm seeing ghosts against the Patriots, but a lot of quarterbacks see ghosts against the Patriots. Although the Patriots got their comeuppance, huh? Uh, in Baltimore, but still, um, you know, they're, they're, um, you know, the Patriots have a great defense and they, they also prepare like no other team for, for their opponent. So, you know, Darnold was, uh, was struggled considerably in that game and, and, and has continued to struggle. But again, he's just a sophomore. So there's a lot of promising, um, a lot of promising, uh, play from him and, and come on, it's, there's two, here's the thing. There's two very good quarterbacks in New York that happen to be on bad teams. Yeah. Well, we're going to see them head to head on Sunday and it's a home game for the jets. Good grief. If they wind up losing this, can you imagine what that stadium is going to sound like? But But getting back to, uh, to Darnold, he did have the bad, bad luck there with the mono. He comes back and looks like Tom Brady against the Cowboys in that first game back. He was terrific. He was the reason why they were able to win that game. That's strange, and right? That's a strange. He has been awful. Just the he NFL for you, right? Sunday, 27 of 39 on Sunday against, the, against the, the Dolphins, but he really has not been the guy that they want him to be. And he's now in year two. Okay. Mm-hmm. He missed some time last year with injuries. So Here's a guy who hasn't really been on the field as much as, you know, you you want your 
number one, a number one starter to be on the field. He's got to, he's got to answer the bell game in and game out. He hasn't been able to do that yet in his young career, but um, yeah, the whole seeing ghosts thing, I, I put that on ESPN. They should have never put that over the air. That was wrong. Oh, and the jets were furious about it. So, but it, but it's, it's out there. And I know I agree with that. It put, uh, put them in tough that position. To a young player? That's wrong. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Uh, but, uh, but he you was know, my... like a couple of years ago, he was mic'd up. Joe Namath on the sideline, right? They yeah. had him with Susie Culver, and he was obviously, you know, not in his right mind. They should have looked at that and said, had, had a few beverages. Why are we going to do that? And instead, they put him on the air and hung him out to dry. That was awful. No, definitely. And that, that was ESPN. That, 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 you know, they didn't have to air that. But, uh, you know, he was mic'd up. It came out. But how about Adam Gase now? I mean, we're, we're scratching our head last year because here's a guy who had a, didn't even have a 500 record with the Dolphins. And, uh, you know, the Jets hire him. Not only that, they get rid of McCagnan. And uh, because on the behest of Gase, which is what was reported anyway. And now look at him, man. He, he goes down to his old team that is, that is, is 0-7. <laughs> oh, and seven. And they cannot, they, 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 it, it's just, uh, come on. It's pathetic. I mean, what, what, what explanation do you have now? You go down with your old team. That is a total mess and you can't even beat them. Awful. And Steve, they like ran to the podium to hire him. It was unbelievable. I don't know what they waited for. They had Mike McCarthy with, who had been with the Packers for many years and was a really good coach. They didn't give him a chance. They gave a guy who was in their division who really did nothing with the Dolphins and they bring him up to New York. Then they have that whole press conference where the guy's eyes are bugging out of his head. I mean, it just, it just got off to such a horrible start. And, and then, you know, then the game start and nothing just seems to get better. And they're the laughing stock right now. All the fans want him out. Would the Jets, wind up firing this guy after one year? Could they admit their mistake in just one year? Well, here's the problem. I mean, again, it was reported that Sam Darnold very much wanted him to be the coach. And Sam Darnold, oh, by the way, has been has stepped up and defended him as well and said this is not on, on Gase in, in any way. So, but you, but you really have a fiasco. But, the, but in the end of the day, why was he the ideal fit when, and, and also, quarterback development i mean are we saying that that sam darnold has gotten better or has he regressed now again it's not fair he missed several weeks due to mono so uh that's a factor in all this so you, you have to be fair but at the same time the jets are one and seven and couldn't beat a team that was a, a laughing stock in the league pretty much and you know you go down to miami and it was just you know but you got ryan fitzpatrick comes in and look he's not leading any team to a super bowl but he is a pro and he does know how to read defenses and he knows how to how to you know you know put the get get the ball to the receiver he knows how to run an offense and it was just good enough uh to get them off the snide and and, and get a win no no doubt i mean fitzpatrick as you said they had him he was their guy and he was uh you know, he, he knows what to do. He threw for 288 and three touchdowns, no picks on Sunday. He was really good. The Jets made him look really good. Then factor in the whole Jamal Adams mess with him going on social media and blasting the front office. And were, were they going to trade me? Were they not going to trade me? 
and the whole Kalechi Osemele thing, the lineman who wanted to have surgery, they said no. He went public with that, and now there's a lawsuit there. The Jets are just, you know, put a tent around this circus. Yeah, there's a lot of dysfunction there, it seems. And, and look at these guys that have left. What do you think, McCagnan, Bowles, even Fitzpatrick, these guys that have been there and just look back and go, wow, uh, you know, no surprise there. But, uh, Thank God you know, we're out of there. And then so uh, full circle uh, this Sunday, I- I'm I'm going with the Giants in this game. I think the best team in New York is still the Giants. Both teams, it's not saying much because both teams are bad. But I just think the Jets are in a, in a worse spot uh, than the Giants. Although that's strange, the funny thing, that strange win over Dallas. So isn't that the NFL for you? You know, it any is. any given it week, is. you know, Dallas isn't pl- isn't on their game, didn't prepare, frankly, just didn't prepare for for Darnold, and uh, yeah. and they um they got caught. They 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 lose to a, a bad Jets team who actually had a good game. So again, you never know because here the Giants can't beat Dallas, and the Jets s- seem to figure that out. But I would still say that in this case, that uh, that the Giants have more weapons and are just are just uh, uh, playing at a, at, a, at a higher level than the Jets. And with the Jets just laid an egg in Florida, that was just awful. And it could but, look worse for Adam Gase losing against yeah. his old team. But Steve, don't, don't the Jets have to win? I mean, if this is not the quintessential must-win game for a franchise, then I don't know what is. As you mentioned, they were humbled against one of the worst teams in recent memory in the NFL, the Dolphins last week, their coach revisited where he was. Now they're getting destroyed, not only on social media, they're getting annihilated in the newspapers, on the radio. Everywhere you turn, they are the laughing stock. If they can't come out and, and muster enough to beat you know, a wounded animal in the Giants on Sunday, then Katie bar the door. They might have to fire Gase you know, right after the game. If he can't get them to a win over a, a not great giant team, then wow, um, but there's just a lot of implications there. It's going to get really ugly. A lot of implications there. I mean, what do you do now with your star quarterback who seems to be in favor of having, having Adam Gaze there? I mean, there's a lot going on there. Are they pulling the plug way too early? Was it a bad hire to begin with? I mean, all those questions are coming out now. I mean, we were scratching our heads quite a bit last year when the announcement was made. And uh, only because you just go, look, what do you do? You go right to, okay, what was this head coach's record with his last team? And, and, you know, here, and and they're in the same division. So it was just a bit, you know, a bit of a head scratcher. And then it's showing now because now, so yeah, I agree with you, John. He's, you know, Adam Gaze has to have that team ready to play. And uh, this is a must win. Yeah. It's an important game and actually important game, frankly, for both of them to show that, Hey, uh, you know, we're moving in, in the right direction. Cause now you're, and, and then what do you think? Again, what are they, what are Jets hoping again? Remember the whole suck for Sam thing so that they, you know, the tank the season, which they didn't do technically, uh, but they ended up yep. getting Darnold anyway. Uh, yep. What are, what are the thoughts of both fan bases and the teams? And, you know, look, you play to win, but now you're in a position where you're not going to make the playoffs. That's very clear. So, uh, you, you know, again, is it, Whoever loses is it catastrophic? I mean, by, for in terms of the season, no. But in terms of perception, the, the, you know, the optics aren't good. They aren't good if you if you are officially the worst team in New York on a very bad year for football in New York. It is not good. So um, no. Well, here's the so, thing: 
you, those guys that want to be up at the top, they're all looking for um, Ohio State defensive end Chase Young. He is the he is the it guy mm-hmm. this time around. And in this league, you have to have two things really. You need a franchise quarterback, and you need at least one guy that can get, find his way to the quarterback. Get to the quarterback is yep. a monster. Yeah. Uh, playing at Ohio State, so that would be the guy. And Rutgers will be seeing him up close and personal yeah. uh, uh, this a, weekend, I believe. Is that no, right? Next next week they got to buy. Thank next God. Next week, yeah. Yeah. So, so we'll, yeah, we'll be, that's a whole other story. Um, poor uh, poor Johnny Langham is going to be seeing number two in his <laughs> nightmares for, right. for weeks to come. I have a feeling. Yeah. So uh, so you give me a prediction. I think the Giants by a touchdown for sure in this one. What, what right, are your you thoughts? Take the Giants. I'm going to go with Gang Green. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Even really? though I'm a Giants fan, just because I think if they don't win this game, they might just uh, uh, they might just uh, put a for sale sign up um, in Florham Park. And, All right. And so the Jets the whole franchise. So the Jets in a tight one. Says Johnny Mac. I think the Jets. I think the Jets. Uh, I'll say by ten points. Oh wow! Big win by the Jets. All right. Twenty-seven so, seventeen. All right. Defense can can right. stop anybody. So maybe I should put the right. put the score higher than that. I think there'll probably be a lot of points right. because, as we know, uh, both teams are defenseless. So I think it'll be a little higher scoring, and I think that um, I think Sam is going to uh, rise to the occasion. I think Daniel Jones will play well. But the Giants' defense is is just really bad. Yeah. So as you named it, John, aptly, the poopy bowl. That is yeah, this, the uh, poopy bowl. this Sunday at, at 1 o'clock. And uh, that'll do it for this week's podcast. I'm Steve Titchener. I'm here with John McAlevey on the line. Check out our site. It's moresportsnow.com. And also check us out on social media, Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter as well. And we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.